You are about to listen to Emeka Ezra, the lead steward at Fortier Network International. He envisions all men saved and mature, Christ Jesus. Be there as you listen. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Um, I'm good. How are you doing, success? How's everything? I'm good, thank you. Okay. So, um, we are going to be talking about um, a subject today, the case for tongues. Please, like, just can you mute yourself? I'm hearing you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. So, we're going to be talking about... Um, we're going to be talking about the subject, the case for tongues. Why do we speak in tongues? And... Um, it's going to be a very interesting topic today. Very interesting. Like I said last 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 um, last session. So here's the thing: if you are hearing me, or you are going to be hearing me, probably you're going to be listening to the recorded version, and you do not yet speak in tongues. Please find someone, find a believer, and let him lead you. Um, let him lead you into speaking in tongues because. After this study, right? After this study, we are going to see. We are going to see how, um, in, or in fact, you can call me. We, after this study, we are going to see why we believers speak in tongues. Why do we speak in tongues? Why do we pray in tongues? You know, why do we pray in tongues? Why do we speak in tongues? Uh, uh, it's going to be a very interesting topic. So, um, you are here last. You are here last. Um, you were here last um, last week, right? Success. Do yeah, you remember? I, what, remember. What? I read the. I listened to the. the right. yeah. Okay. So, I, I just I would like to hear like maybe your summary of what we studied last last week, and probably not not just at your your summary. Like, how has I? I really want to hear from you. Because I want to know how has the study, um, how has the study impacted you? I want to know actually. Like, how has it impacted you? What did we studied last week, like, how has it changed the way you talk, your communication, or whatever? Okay. So what I mostly got from it was an example when he used Jesus when he said that he was ready for the death that he was afraid. And then he he told God his his will and he had to let like his will and God's will align. And then he told God, let your will be done. And then he was wondering and told the disciples that um that the rest was meant to commence. So and there was also a part we were talking about um, um, what like what you what you believe or what you want, you should just say it. You should say it's like faith also. So that way like I've been I've been like saying this, writing down things that I believe, writing down things that I have faith in and like continuously praying about them and like making sure that God God agrees with whatever I'm praying for and and it aligns with his will. Okay. Okay, 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 awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um who is with me? Sugar, how are you doing, man? Are you listening to me? Big man Sugar, are you listening to me? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. So my network is fluctuating, so 
Sorry about that. So no, like, but I'm with you. I, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I, I just want to hear, like, um, last week's study, how, or any other study, last week's study especially, but, but on and any other study, like, I mean, I mean, what, what, what new things do you learn? I just want to know what new thing you learn, if, if you actually learn it. And it's, it's okay if it, it was no new thing, but then I want to know how, like, it has been impacting because the study has to, like, transform. It's not just for knowledge sake. Yeah, uh, so I, I wasn't able to listen to the last week's uh, teaching. I was not around and I've not had the time to listen to it. But the last one that I listened to was, I think I mentioned this to you, that when we saw was on faith, mm. you know, and I never actually looked at it like that. You when we were speaking about the fathers of faith and it kind of made me go over everything I've ever known about faith. Yeah. I'm still navigating that, to be honest. I'm still you know, trying to understand that. But it was, it was a very, very different... Um, way to go about the teaching. So, yeah, it was very good. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, so we are going to be talking about we are going to be talking about um, um, what's it called? Tongues, tongues. We are going to be talking about speaking in tongues. We are going to be studying, like doing an in-depth study. Why do we speak in tongues? In fact, how do these things come about? Right? How the how the tongues come about? How the tongues come about? And ah, this I'm I'm going, I'm going to start somewhere. I'm going to start somewhere. Let me bring up my notes. Me, I'm so sorry, right? I I don't I don't want to say I've been busy, but then um. So where if if you if someone and, and this this is me just asking, right? Because whenever I. Because if you are with me while we started, while we did the study from, while we did the study from the Gospels, I always ask this question. Whenever you're to ask the question, where do you, where would you think to start to to do your research, especially when it comes to tongues, and someone asks you, oh, um, why do we speak in tongues? Where do you think you you will start your research from? Can someone can someone just ask me? From scripture, I mean. Answer my question. Um, I think Acts. I think the book of Acts. Okay. Book of Acts. You, you think the book of Acts? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'm coming. So sorry. Um, um. Okay. Book of Acts. Wonderful. But I, I'm so sorry. Like my notes are scattered. I'm looking at. I'm looking at my notes right now, and I'm pitying myself. My notes are very scattered. Um. The Book of Acts is a good place to start. But here's the thing: most theologians will not start from the Book of Acts, and here's the reason why. Most of them believe. That when Jesus was talking, Jesus was talking to his disciples and he said, um, greater things shall, shall you do. Greater things than I have done shall you do. And for some reason, well, it's not proven. Here's the thing. I, I will tell you what is proven and I will tell you what is not proven. Right? That is left to personal interpretation because most of the time it doesn't even matter. So he says, greater things that I have done shall you do. You know, and, and most 
um, theologians or some theologians believe that what Jesus was referring to there was tongues. And I'll tell you why. I will tell you why I think, I think I, I follow them in that line of thought. But then, if we are to give a case for tongues, we would start from Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1. So let's open to Acts of the, Act of the Apostles. Let of us open to Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1. This is my Acts. So, in Acts of the Apostles, we see a very wonderful story of the apostles of Jesus, the Big Twelve. Not just the Big Twelve, we see 120 disciples, right? We see 120 disciples, and we see these people praying. We see these people praying because Jesus told them, Jesus spoke to them in um, after the after the apostles chapter one, um, verse seven. And he says, he replied, the father alone, the father alone has the authority to set those dates and time, um, the dates and time, and they are not for you to know. He says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witness, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So this is Jesus telling these people that, okay, that you're going to receive power, right? But he was telling them, um, he also told them the reason for this power that they were going to receive. They were going to receive. And he's telling them that um, they will be, and this power, obviously the Holy Ghost, they, they will receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon them. And this power was actually for ministry. But that's not even our point. That when our point, and it's not our point in in, in, in um in a way. So here's the thing. You remember when I talked about faith? You remember when I talked about faith? And I said I made a statement. I said faith is believing in the plan and the will of God. Right? I said faith is believing in the plan and the will of God. And I thought about prayer. Right, and I w- w- one thing I I I know that I I sat on when it came to prayer, or when I, one thing I explained a lot when it came to prayer was alignment with the will of God. That um, prayer is first alignment with the will of God before anything else. Before anything else, prayer is the alignment with the will of God. And yes, it is not different. It's not different from receiving power. So now. Jesus is saying that when the Spirit of God comes upon them, he says they will receive power for what? For, for them to preach uh, and tell people about the plan of God everywhere in Jerusalem. So um, I'm already giving you a clue. I'm already, like, like there's already the clue. Everything is already coming together. So you're, you're, you are already seeing that, okay, the Holy Spirit is coming upon these people. They're going to receive power. This power is meant to aid them in reaching the world about the message of Christ. But then, this is a strong why. But we are going to come back to this. We are going to come back to this. So let's jump to... Let's jump to um, um, Acts of the Apostle chapter 2. Let's jump to Acts of the Apostle chapter 2. It now says from verse 1, it says, On the day of Pentecost... 
all the believers they are meeting together in one place suddenly there was a sound from heaven like a roaring like the roaring of a mighty windstorm and it filled the house where they were sitting then what looked like flames of tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them and everyone present was filled with the holy spirit and began to speak and began speaking in other languages as the holy spirit gave them his ability hmm okay and but from, um, verse 5 says at that time there were devout jews from every living in jerusalem sorry it says what it says everyone came running and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers they hmm, they were completely amazed how can this be they asked these people are all i uh, sorry they say these people are all from galilee and yet we hear them speaking in our own native languages here are uh, I mean, they now listed people from different parts of the world, right? They now listed people from different parts of the world, including um, Arabs, people from Rome, people from Egypt. It now says, we all hear, what you all hear is people speaking in our own languages about the wonderful things God has done. They stood there amazed and perplexed. What can this mean? They asked each other. But the crowds ridiculed them, saying they they are just drunk. That's all. So now I want I want to answer a very first. I want I want to answer a question. You know, a lot of people when they get um when they get when when they face people that don't believe in speaking in tongues, they say, oh, actually, what happened in Acts of the Apostle was. The apostles were speaking uh, other languages, right? They said the apostles were speaking other languages. But here, it, it, if you actually look at it, it's not true. The apostles are not speaking other languages, actually. They were not. Um, scripture makes us understand that in that room, they were about 120 um, people or over 120 people. If I don't know if they counted women, so let's just say about or over 120, uh, about or over 120 people in that room, and they were praying. And as, as they were praying, there was just this manifestation of the Holy Ghost that everybody felt it physically a, a, a wind, everything, the noise, and everything. And people gathered, people gathered a room. Imagine, I want you to imagine something. So, um imagine you're living in uh, a duplex right and you and your friends are praying in are praying upstairs in a room upstairs everyone can hear you you are 120 and you are shouting and you are praying you are praying aloud and something happens in the room everyone gathers that house because so they, they felt something, they saw um, wind, like they saw fast wind 
they heard noises and they came there. Everyone, 120 people are shouting and talking at the same time. Would you be able to hear one person? I want to ask a question. Hello, can I can, can someone say yes or no? Would you be able to hear one person? Would you be able to okay? Let, 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 let me give an example. So some of us, or, or, or not some of us, all of us probably went to secondary school. Right? We went to secondary school. And I don't know if your secondary school was like, was like my own. My class was always the noisiest, right? And it gets to a point here. Eh? If you're outside my class, if you're outside my class, what you hear is like it, it's not even you don't you don't hear the voice of one person. You just hear a very loud noise, incoherent. You cannot even hear one person. Like you can hear noise coming from the room, but you cannot hear a distinct person speaking. And that is how it, that is how it was, and that is how it, it looks like. But here's the miraculous thing happening here. The miraculous thing happening here is that a lot of people from different parts of the world came together, and what they were hearing was people glorifying God in their own languages. So they ended up saying, "These men are drunk." I think the KJV puts it well. The KJV puts it well. So when they actually concluded that these men were drunk, Paul came because here's the thing. Hmm. When you have prayed so long, and I'm saying this with all, I'm saying this with all seriousness. Praying the spirit for long, you influences you. Like, hmm. Praying, praying in tongues is like being slain by the spirit and being influenced by the spirit. You might actually look like a mad person, or you might actually look like a drunk person. Because one, you are incoherent in speech. Not only are you in, in, incoherent in speech, you are staggering like a drunk person. I don't know if you've seen people that, that, that are praying in tongues. And I mean, um, I, I, is it? I think it's Jude one twenty. Um, I think it's Jude one. Is it Jude one twenty? That, that I'm I'm coming. Please, let me look for what I'm. I think it's Jude one twenty. I'm looking for. I think it's Jude one twenty. I'm not even. This is not even um the point I'm even trying to make. But then I I think it's Jude one twenty. It says, "But ye beloved, building yourselves in your most holy faith." Praying in tongues, praying in tongues, uh, um, praying in the Holy Ghost. And this is not even what I'm looking for, Seth. The scripture I'm looking for is, and be not drunk with wine, but in excess, but filling yourself up in the Holy Ghost, praying in tongues. And we see scripture again and again. Can someone look for, for that scripture for me, please? And be not drunk with wine. Oh, how would I miss a scripture like this? How will I? Ah, uh, uh. Ephesians uh, three or four. Let me check. Huh? Sorry, sorry. What did you see? 
I said it's probably, I think it's Ephesians chapter 3 or chapter 4. Let me look through it, Bishop. Okay. Um, yes, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Sorry. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much. It says, And be not drunk with wine, wearing his excess, but be filled with the Spirit of God. Are you seeing that? So, see, scripture does this a lot. Scripture does this a lot, you know. Where scripture is trying to, the Bible is trying to um, explain something, something spiritual. But then, I mean, Paul even does this a lot. Not even, Paul does this a lot. So I'll say scripture does this a lot. So he's trying to explain something spiritual. So what he does is he uses an earthly example. So here he's telling you, don't be drunk with wine, wearing his excess. He says, but be filled with the spirit of God. So that be filled with the spirit of God is being influenced by the spirit of God, which can look like drunkenness when you have taken it again and again. So a friend of mine, his name is Chinese dude. So he will say, he will say, he will say one shot, not a high person. I listen to me. So China dude will say one shot, not a high person. And it's very true. It's very true. When you take, um, I mean, for those of you that, that drink, I don't know, I, I don't drink. I'm just giving an example from TV, TVs I watch. So, <laughs> TV shows I watch. So, um, uh, one shot or one cup of wine or, or, or wine does not get somebody drunk. You have to take it again. You take one cup. You take the second cup. You take third. You get, so you take it to the place where your threshold, like your your tolerance for for holding wine down, cannot, and you start stammering and you start behaving like a drunk person. The same thing with the spirit of God. So you speak in tongues and you let the spirit influence you to the point where now is his spirit doing things and it's not even you. So they could see it. That's what was happening here. In um, Acts of the Apostles, um, that was that was happening in Acts of the Apostles. So men saw them and they said, oh, "These people are drunk." Do you understand? The Bible says in verse thirteen of Acts of the Apostles it says, "But all that the crowds ridiculed them, saying they are just drunk." That's all. Then the Bible says Peter stepped forward with the eleven other apostles and shouted to the crowd. Listen carefully, all of you, fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. Make no mistake about this. These people are not drunk. So some of you, as some of you are assuming, so look at something. I want you to notice something. Can you, can you notice that they were just speaking in tongues one minute and Peter just decided to talk during minutes. So people were assuming they were drunk and Peter just stopped speaking in tongues and say, ah, make no as uh, don't don't be don't assume that we are drunk. So it therefore means that they can actually control them speaking in tongues and like they can actually control when they want to speak in tongues and when they are not when they don't speak in tongues. Like it was not like the spirit of God took over their took over their mouth and they could not stop. I'm getting there, right? I've I've not even gotten to the crux of the reason why we speak in tongues. So. Now, we don't even see, 
even though we see uh, a a part of why we speak in tongues in after the apostle chapter one, eh, we don't really see the reason why we actually speak in tongues in. We don't see the main reason why we speak in tongues in after the apostle chapter one until we go further. Until we do what? Until we go further into um, um, Romans chapter three. Until we go further into act of the act of the apostle, just in Romans. Until we go further into act of the apostle chapter three, then we can now see why we actually speak in tongues and the reason um, believers spoke in tongues. The main reason. So let's open our Bibles to Act of the Apostle 3. Um, let's open our Bibles to Act of the Oh, is this did I say Act of the Apostle 3? Am I am I correct? Oh no, 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 no. Am I correct? Um, can you give me a moment? I'm looking for, like I said, I did not. My notice is, is a mess, so I'm looking for the place where Peter was talking to the soldier, the captain. After ten. Acts chapter 10. I'm so sorry. Imagine your your the person that is teaching does not even know. Colinius, correct. So until we go further into after the apostle chapter 10. So we do not see we don't see the reason why we speak in tongues. The main reason why we speak in tongues until we go further into the act of the apostles, chapter 10. Right? So let I'm, I'm going to um summarize the story, then I'm going to pick out the important verses. I'm going to summarize the story and I'm going to pick out the important verses. So, in this story, right, Paul was praying, he was fasting actually. Paul was fasting actually, and he got a revelation, he got a revelation. Um, let's just let's just read chapter one. Chapter one, verse one says, sorry, not chapter one. Verse one says, in Caesarea they lived a Roman army officer named Colinius, who was the captain of the Italian regiment. He was a devout, God-fearing man, as was everyone in his household. He gave generously to the poor. Blah 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 blah. Let's go to verses, um, verses four. Let's start from verse 4. Verse 4 says, um, Colinius stared at him in terror. That, that, an angel appeared to um, Colinius, right? Um, and he says, what is it, sir? He asked the angel. And the angel replied, your prayers and gifts to the poor have been received by God as an offering. Now, send men to Joppa. And summon a man named Simon Peter. He's staying, sorry, he's staying with Simon 
a tanner who lives near the seashore. As soon as the angel was gone, Colinius called two of his house servants and devout soldiers, one of his personal attendants. He told them what happened and they went up with Joppa. I want to make, I want to get you to understand something. So, Colinius is a good man, right? Colinius here is a good man. But your good, your goodness cannot get you to heaven. But because he's a good man, he's a God-fearing man, right? God, in his infinite mercy, said, send for somebody. His name is Peter. And this man is going to give you a message in which you shall be saved. So here's the thing. Man is only man that can preach the message of the gospel. God cannot preach the message of the gospel. So now, are you seeing now that there's actually something God cannot do that we can do? Let's, I'm, just, I'm just digressing. Secondly, second digression. Do you notice that hmm, that thing Jesus said that they should stay that until they receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon them and they will go to Jerusalem at the ends of the earth. Are you seeing that, okay, hmm, this is actually this actually has something to do with what's going on now. Now, let's jump to, let's jump to, um, um, when Peter had come to their house, let's jump to verses 30. Let's go to verse 30. Verse 30 of chapter 10. So it says, Colinius replied, four days ago, I was praying in my house about the same time, three o'clock in the afternoon. Suddenly, a man dazzling, a man in dazzling clothes was standing in front of me. He told me, Colinius, your prayers have been heard and your gift to the poor has been noticed by God. Now send messengers to Joppa and send a man, Simon Peter. He's staying in the Simon Etana, lives near the seashore. Verse 33 says, So I sent for you at once, and it was good of you to come. Now we are all here, waiting before God to hear the message God has given you. I just what I just said. Now, verse 34 says, Then Peter replied, I see very clearly that God shows no favoritism. In every nation, he accepts those who fear him and do what is right. Now, this is the message of the good news for the people of Israel. Of the people, so look, look at what, look at what, I'm going to explain this thing in, 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 I'm going to explain this thing well. So he says, this is the message of good news for the people of Israel, that there is peace with God through Christ Jesus. This is the gospel. Who is the Lord of all? Who, sorry, you know what happened throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after John began preaching this message of baptism, and you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Now, he went on talking and talking and talking. Now, let's go, to, let's jump to verse 44. Verse 44 says, even as Peter was saying things, doing what? Even as he was preaching the gospel, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who are listening to the message. And the Jewish believers 
sorry, the Jewish believers who came with Peter were amazed that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles too. For they heard them speak in other tongues and praising God. Then Peter asks, Can anyone object to their being baptized? Now they have received the Holy Spirit just as we did. So he gave orders to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Afterwards, Colinion to stay with them several days. Oh my God. Are you seeing this? So we see a man, you see, you know, you know the beauty of the Holy Spirit that is just the salvation plan of God entails. So we see that in after the Apostle chapter 2, Peter knew the mark of the chosen. As in the mark of God's chosen people, where that they spoke in tongues. Are you are you are you listening to me? So in after the apostle chapter two, Peter knew that um, the people that spoke in tongues were God's chosen people, right? God has chosen these people, and they are saved uh, because of Jesus Christ that He's Lord of all. But because everybody that, that spoke in tongues in Chapter 2. In chapter 2, all of them were Jews. So maybe somewhere in his mind, he's probably thinking, oh, this salvation message is actually only for Jews, actually only for the biological children of Abraham. But then, God called him. All of you know this story. God began to show him a vision where God said, stand up and eat. And every, every animal that God had put in front of him to eat were unclean animals according to the tradition of um, the Jewish nation. So he was like, ah, this unclean. And God says, do not call whatever I have, whatever I have created unclean or whatever I have called clean, don't call unclean. And what God was trying to say was the Gentiles also are part of this salvation story. So when he went there, immediately he saw them speak in tongues. What did he say? He asked the people around him, he says, who can object to, their, to them being baptized? It did not stop there. It didn't stop there. I want us to open scripture. I want us to open to um, verse 11. Can we open to chapter 11? Sorry, chapter 11 of um, chapter 11 of Acts of the Apostles. So, this is Peter explaining his actions because now other apostles heard what happened and they were angry with Peter. They were like, why would you go to a Gentile house? Why would you go? Don't you know that these people are, are um, unequally yoked with us? Or don't you know these people are dead? These people are not dead. I'm Peter explain what happened, but I'm going to spare you the story. You can read it on, you can read it on your own. Let's just start from after the apostle after the apostle chapter eleven verses fifteen, and this is what it says. Peter speaks. Peter is speaking. And Peter says, "As I began to speak, Peter continued, the Holy Spirit fell on them, just as He fell on us at the beginning." Hey, hey, are you hearing this? 
He says, just as he fell on us at the beginning, then I thought of the Lord's words when he spoke. Sorry, he said, then I thought of the Lord, the Lord's words when he said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And since God gave these Gentiles the same gifts he gave us when we believed in, in the Lord Jesus, he says, who was I to stand in God's way? Are you seeing what Paul asked himself? Sorry, Peter. Peter said, who am I? Who am I to stand in God's way if God has given these people the Holy Spirit? He now says, when the others heard this, they stopped objecting and began praising God. They said, we can see that God has given the Gentiles the privilege of repenting of their sin and receiving eternal life. This is such a powerful story. This is such a powerful story. This shows us the reason why we speak in tongues. Speaking in tongues shows that we have the Holy Spirit. Not only do we have the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues is an evidence that Jesus is glorified and Jesus is in heaven. He's alive and he's in heaven. Because we could only speak in tongues when Jesus went to heaven. Not while he was on earth, not even before. People began speaking in tongues as an indication of the gift of God in man. So that question of um, can every Christian speak in tongues? Yes, every Christian can speak in tongues. Because why? Every Christian is a believer that has the Holy Spirit. Now, the question of should every Christian speak in tongues? Yes, every Christian should speak in tongues. Now, the other question is, what if the believer or the Christian, the person does not speak in tongues? Are we going to say the person is not a believer? No. We cannot say the person is not a believer because he does not speak in Like, we cannot say the person is not a believer because he does not, or he or she does not speak in tongues. Because why? Salvation is by believing and believing alone. The, I just told you why we speak in tongues. One of the reasons and the major reason of speaking in tongues is to show the world that we have received an eternal gift. We have received eternal life. The Holy Spirit lives in us. The promise of God is sure. So you read um, the book of Romans, Ephesians, then you now see that God gave us a guarantee called the Holy Ghost. And we know that he has given us the guarantee when we speak in tongues. So um, we now see that in, in chapter 1, we now see in chapter 1 um, of Acts of the Apostles when Jesus was saying like that as you receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. See, this power is stirred up by speaking in tongues. So the question is, should a, every Christian speak in tongues? Yes. Because the reason, the, the, here's the thing, why would you not speak in tongues? Because, look at it, speaking in tongues stirs the, the, the influence or, or the spirit of God in you. It stirs it up. 
you 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 are easily influenced by the spirit of in fact the power of god is so much steadying you by speaking in tongues that it works on your behalf a christian that does not speak in tongues is a limited christian is a limited christian is like um it's like your father lives it's like your father leaves 200 billion dollars for you and he sends you to school but you go to school and you say i want to live the life of a pauper in school you say i'm not going to touch my the money in school so you come back home looking all i mean you come back home obviously because it's your father but then you do not do you do not get a laptop for yourself you do not buy good clothes for yourself you live a very hard life and a very miserable life in school but you came back home the question he's going to ask you is why didn't you use the money why didn't you use the money that is how speaking in tongues is that is how it is we speak in tongues and you know the funny thing scripture makes us to understand that whenever um anybody was speaking in tongues the bible says and they all spoke in tongues and they all spoke in tongues even there in act of the apost act of the apostles chapter 2 the bible says and they all spoke in tongues even in act of the apostles chapter 10 the bible says and they all speak in tongues it says everyone that heard him speak that is peter they all spake in other tongues we go further in 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 them after the apostles we see again where paul meets a group of people and paul asks and paul asks these people he says have you people received the baptism of the holy spirit and he, they said no the only baptism that we have received is the baptism of john and what paul does is paul lays hands on all of them and the bible says and they all speak in tongues so you see that nowhere in scripture do you see that some people speak in tongues and some others do not speak in tongues. So it's actually apostolic. It is actually uh, not apostolic. It is uh, it is actually um, uh, what is this word? You are actually following a pattern of scripture. It is actually orthodox to speak in tongues. It is actually Christian-like to speak in tongues. Anybody that says speaking in tongues is not, we are not meant to speak in tongues, is a liar because the apostles speak. The church spoke in tongues. The early church spoke in tongues. I'm saying this because if you cannot speak in tongues now, like right now, we can pray right now, right now, where you are, you speak in tongues. Where you are right now, you speak in tongues. I've prayed for countless people right now, like countless people over. So if this is you listening to me, or if this is you, you're going to listen to me later, sometime in the future, listen to this recording, find a way, reach me. Hey, Mecca, I want to speak in tongues. We'll get on a call. And I pray with you. Immediately you feel it. 
You speak in tongues immediately. 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 So do you understand why we speak in tongues now? You understand why we speak in tongues? And um, what I'm going to... Okay, yes. Next week is going to be awesome. For next week, right, we're going to be discussing how to hear the voice of God. That is something... That is something that, that I have to teach after prayer. It's important I, I teach that, that how to hear the voice of God. I'm going, to te- I'm going to be teaching how to distinguish the voice of God and your thoughts and the voice of the devil. And um, yeah, I'm going to be teaching that actually next week. Um, what else am I going to be teaching? Yeah, I'm going to be teaching that, how to hear the voice of God. So a lot of people want to hear God for themselves and they want to hear him in real time in their various situations i'm going to i'm going to be teaching that i'm going to be teaching that i'm going to be teaching that so um if you have any questions please ask me i want to answer questions now okay okay Okay. awesome 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 so let's pray heavenly father we thank you thank you jesus for everything you've done Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Daddy. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you because we are... We have the gift of the Spirit of God within us. And Lord, we have an assurance that when you come, you're coming for us. Thank you, Lord. Because because of this gift you've given to us, we have the power to go to the ends of the earth, proclaiming your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you because we are full of the Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord, because we are anointed by your Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you will use us. You will, I know. You will use us. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we've prayed. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you guys for coming. Um, we're going to talk about next week how to hear God. Please be here. Please be here. I'll be teaching everything I know. Every single thing I know. If you even have questions before then, please send the question to the group like this, this community. I'll be able to answer them. Love you guys. Thank you and good night.